Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you again for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Uh, as I've said several times before, make sure you help and uh, pass the word about these times together. Share it on social media, on uh, Facebook, on Twitter, email, however. You know, give folks the link, send it to them. Uh, even show them how to do some things. Sometimes people, uh, they're scared of new things. You know, they don't want to look at how an app may work on a phone or a computer because it's new stuff. It's new for all of us. Uh, some people sort of relish learning the new things. And <laughs> most of us are like me. I've got enough stuff to make me feel like I'm dumb and stupid, <laughs> right? And the last thing I need is having to figure out something like this. But nowadays, this stuff is so much easier, and it's just absolutely amazing uh, what can be done. And so pass the word. Now we're in Second Peter, and I want us to uh, look at what we saw the last time, the last episode. This is the third chapter of Second Peter. And remember in the first verse he says, that this now, beloved, the second time that I'm writing to you, by way of which I'm stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder. So he wanted to remind them what they knew. He wanted them to know I'm not drawing into question uh, your mind. I'm not drawing into question your motivation or your heart. But I want you to do something. And it was a couple of things he said. He said, I want you to remember the words spoken beforehand by the holy prophets and the command of the Lord and Savior spoken by your apostles. And so in the last episode, we talked about that a good bit and sort of left it, well, we must know the Old Testament. We must know the New Testament. Well, this is absolutely, totally true. And I think that we can receive this as a very broad word, okay? But he had something particular in mind because the next verse, verse 3, says this, Know this first of all. And that's sort of interesting, isn't it? Know this, first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lust. In the last days, this is going to occur. Uh, the authorized version in the ESV refers to these as scoffers. Well, what do scoffers do? What do mockers do? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They mock and they scoff. Now, the next verse is going to tell us what they're mocking and scoffing about. So let me just read these, uh, these two verses together. It's all one sentence, and this is all we're going to do today, so we'll just sort of you know, focus in on this. So know this, first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lust, and saying, where's the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. You can tell by the question in the fourth verse that they're mocking. Where's the promise of his coming? You know, the church has been anticipating and expecting the return of the Lord. And he says in the last days, they're going to ask that, but they're doing it in a mocking kind of way. And they say, where is this? And then they say this, for ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. This is a great, great picture of what's called within scientific realms, uniformitarianism. Isn't that a great word? Uniformitarianism. And uniformitarianism means this, that everything has been as it was since the beginning. Now, right here, the way they're saying this, right, they're, they're acknowledging the beginning of creation. Uh, nowadays, most people who are not believers don't believe there was a creation. They believe that there was a great bang. Now, I think God created by the great bang. 
Really? Yeah, like this. I think he said, let there be light. Bang, there was light. <laughs> okay? But the way that science uh, attempts to uh, explain it today is really not true science. The proper term is this, scientism. Scientism, okay? The idea that uh, we are worshiping our thoughts and our understanding because the truth is this. Nobody was there when it happened. So you either believe what God says or you believe what you believe, but it is a point of belief, okay? So here's what Peter is saying. He's saying that in these last days, this is what these mockers are going to do. Now, the Scripture talks a lot about last days. Remember back over in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3? He, uh, Paul said this, but realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come for men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious, gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness although they have denied his power. Avoid such men as these. We see this within the body of Christ today, the professing body of Christ, where people are holding to a form of godliness. They look so religious and they look so godly and everything, though they deny the power of the Most High God. You see it in the pagan secular world where they hold to a form of godliness. They worship Mother Earth, Mother Gaia. Okay? And all the pagan pantheon of gods that have been around for thousands of years, they worship those and yet deny the power of the Most High God. He tells us to avoid men such as these. John picks up the same idea. In First John, he says, children, it is the last hour. And just as you heard that Antichrist is coming, even now, many Antichrists have appeared. From this we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us. But they were not really of us, for if they had been of us, they would have remained with us. But they went out so that it would be shown that they all are not of us. So what's happening right here, some people had come in, they professed to be believers, they'd done all this kind of stuff and everything, and yet they left. And their leaving revealed that they were not Okay? So these type of things are going to happen in the last days. They're going to occur, and you're going to have these mockers, and mockers are going to mock, and scoffers are going to scoff. Uh, this absolutely permeates our entire uh, society, particularly the Western world. Okay, This uniformitarianism, it permeates the body of Christ from the point of view of denying what we want to refer to as the supernatural. Okay, denying the supernatural. I, I don't even like using that phrase sometimes because uh, if God does it, it's not supernatural. It's just God being God. But I know what people mean by it. it you, they, it's usually meant that well, something's different than the way that it normally functions. So God's created the sun to move a particular kind of way, and if He backs it up ten degrees, like He did in the Old Testament, well, that's supernatural. Well, that's just God doing what He can do. But from our perspective, the quote unquote natural laws have been reversed for a period of time for whatever reason. We're to know this, that in the last days, these mockers will come. They will mock, they will scoff, and they're going to be following after their own lust. You see it with the whole climate change thing, okay, which is just the greatest mockery you can ever imagine. I know there's people who think it's great and wonderful. You're absolutely wrong. I remember in college, I was a chemistry major in college, so I, I know a little bit of the science stuff. 
And I remember in college having the Time and Newsweek magazines in 1976 just ranting and raving how we're about to enter into a global ice age. The global ice age is global cooling. There's going to be no more food left. Well, within 20 years time, it was global warming. Okay, there's going to be no more food left because everything's so hot. So everything's so hot. Well, after about 10 or 15 years of that, they began to realize that they were looking very foolish. And the major research for this was done at a place that's called East Anglia, I think, in Great Britain. And it was found that they had been lying about all the figures for all these years. They were creating information that made it look like it was warming and all this. So then they changed it and said, well, it's climate change. And so if we have an abnormally cold winter and tons of snow, then it's climate change. If we have tons and tons of uh, heat during the winter, it's climate change. Everything is climate change because man wants to deny God, and they're following after their own lust. What's their own lust? All the usual things. They're following after money. That's the reason the whole climate change keeps going and keeps going. Everybody's lining up because it's getting the lining up at the government trough, folks. Getting that grant money from the government. That's all that it's about. And they're going to be making fun of us. And they're going to say, hey, where's the promise of the coming of the Lord? And then they'll say, because ever since the fathers, all continues just as it was beginning the creation which is entirely not true. Tell you what, my time's up. I'll pick this up again next time and give you a couple more examples, okay? Until then, bye-bye.